0: Oh, God. Oh, my God.
1: (laughs) Ahoy! (laughs) Ahoy, mateys! (laughs) Welcome to a special episode of Cage Match colon a roundabout way of meeting Nicolas Cage. We're recording, right? I'm not just talking to myself here.
2: Yeah, you're not shooting this into the void.
1: All right, no, yeah. awesome. Yeah, this week instead. Well, he does that sometimes. I we'll do. just be standing around. <laughs> I'll just, I'll just go into this spiel. Yeah, I should start doing that. Free Somebody will enter the lion. Just yeah. a- holy. Oh, hey. <laughs> Welcome to Cage Match. This special episode, we are talking about the film Renfield, which just came out, and we just went and saw
0: at a, a the weirdest movie theater. It's it's up there for weirdest I've ever been in. It's I mean, this isn't a review of the movie theater. It should be, though. We'll give them five minutes.
1: So no urinals. I mean, there were the urinals, but now
0: they're covered with trash bags. Yeah, they're thoroughly bagged up. I don't think they're getting fixed anytime soon. But
2: most importantly, the entire thing was sort of loosely nautical themed. Hence the ahoy. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah, theaters were all piers. Mm -hmm. We were in pier three today. Mm -hmm. Yeah. The entrance to the. Much like real piers, the toilets were terrifying entrance was like from behind the screen that was, that was the greatest oh yeah i'm glad i got in there before you guys so i could see you guys do the same <laughs> weird double take that i did yeah and then uh, have to walk all the way in and then we watched the movie with uh five other people
1: yeah. yeah i did like how the you know it took them about seven minutes to realize the house lights were still on <laughs> <And> instead <laughs> of the gentle downgrade instead of the dimmer switch someone just like kunk I don't think the this lights? place
0: has a dimmer switch. Almost certainly does. Not. <laughs> I think they just retrofitted some fluorescence and put some LED lights in there and they're just like, OK. And then when the movie on ended, off. the lights did not come back on.
2: Yeah. Well, they were they were also like servicing people at the concession stand. So those two guys can only do so much. <laughs> it's true. OK, well, Renfield. Yeah, so I guess a fair warning we might have some loose spoilers, but we're not going to like go scene by scene or anything like no. that. So,
1: just our initial thoughts and like our impressions of uh this new Nicolas Cage film. Mhm.
2: Mm-hmm. Slaps and Fucks. I like it.
0: I yeah. loved it. It was awesome. <laughs> I thought it was a lot of fun. It was really really enjoyable. And also the most creative violence I've seen since Shoot 'em Up.
1: Yeah, that's fair. No, the violence in this is Nutty. <laughs> there's, there's Lucky. Of,
2: there's a lot of disarming. <laughs> there's Yeah, there are several disarming scenes. Uh, very gruesome. I would say if you've seen the trailers, you have the general idea of the main beats of the story.
0: Yeah, the trailers really did kind of lay out what you're going to get here pretty well. There's no big surprises, I don't think. I mean, ultimately, it's a movie about a breakup. Yeah. Renfield, being the familiar of Dracula, finds his their way into new Orleans as they're finding a new home for Dracula and in uh, an effort to bring him bodies meets up with a support group uses their sad sob stories to find victims which solves their problems and his problems as he takes out the people who abuse them and then Things don't go well. Yeah.
1: Runs afoul of some less than savory characters. H- hilarity ensues. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That's pretty much the movie.
2: That is kind of the entire thing. Great. I knew we could do this in under 40 minutes. Hey, yeah, right. no, we're good. We got five. I think we uh, call it. <laughs> All right, cool. See you
1: next week, everybody.
2: Yeah. <laughs> this is the easiest edit I'll have to do. I'm going to cut five into three.
1: Bye-bye. <laughs> 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 yeah. <laughs> so, uh, Nicolas Cage in this film, I know he was saying that he considers this like a direct sequel to the... Original yeah. Dracula, Universal Studios Dracula, which actually I want to talk about this. Nick, you watched that today.
0: Yeah, I watched it before uh, we went out today. Yeah.
1: So I. <laughs> what are I, your thoughts on this being a direct sequel?
0: Well, OK, so first of all, I don't think I had ever seen the 1930s Bella Lugosi Dracula film. And first of all, it was great. I highly recommend it. It's a it's a quick hour and 15 minutes So if you're going to go out to go see Renfield, just slap this on beforehand. And I don't think you're going to regret it. (laughs) It brings home a couple jokes, especially when they do the recap of like what's been going on. It's really well put together. uh, The tie in between the two movies, as far as like, how does it work as a direct sequel? I think it works well. Uh, In the end of the 1931 film, you could say there's ambiguity and, The fate of Dracula, uh, whatever happens, happens off screen. So it's plausible that he survived and continued with the help of his familiar Renfield. Lugosi isn't unhinged, but he's, you know, for a film in the 30s, he's got a very large presence. Mm. Um, His actions are pretty big. They're not overwhelming, but it's something that I would write off as... Uh, the shit storm that Dracula, like, goes through in constantly having people hunting him and whatnot. Uh, you know, you could say that that has probably taken a mental toll on him, despite being fairly immortal and fairly long lived at this point. Well, and so, having to, like, live in less than savory conditions. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. Yeah. Uh, all the the running and the travel has taken a toll as they say in the movie on the coffers of Dracula's former wealth.
2: And he looks like shit yeah. to start. Oh, yeah.
0: yeah, he's had a rough go. So finding it's always after somebody attacks them that they find their way to a new town and have to set up it all over again. So he's recovering.
1: The makeup work on Nicolas Cage in this film in his various forms, shall we say, was gross and awesome.
0: Yeah. Oh, the makeup in this was really well done. The the visual effects were well put together. The prosthetics were good. So how do we think our boy Nick Cage did? Oh, I think he did pretty well. Like, uh, it, was, <laughs> it was an invigorating performance. Like, he really had a lot of energy. Everything just kind of moved really well. It, it looked like he was having a really good time. He I,
1: hams it up something fierce, and it's just... Peak cage.
0: Yeah, everything he's doing is so big, but it's not outside of the world of the movie. Like it fits for how everybody else just sort of reacts to things. There's a tone to this movie that his performance just slides right into. And, <laughs> and it's just complemented so well by Nick Holt and Aquafina. I mean, it's a tight cast. Yeah. Cage was great, but everyone else...
1: This whole supporting cast, I mean, it's really more of a Nicholas Holt film. Yeah. Nicholas
0: Cage. Aquafina, and Ben Schwartz. Yeah.
1: You're never not going to be John Raphael. Oh,
0: no. He-
1: <laughs> I didn't notice his car in the beginning. I didn't notice <laughs> till the end that it has like the wolf symbol. Oh, yeah. They're snorting throughout. a line of coke.
2: <laughs> yeah, that was pretty awesome. <laughs> Beautiful. Why wouldn't it? I know I want to I want to rent this at some point and actually like freeze frame some of his tattoos because I yeah. you know those must be shitty.
1: Oh. I, don't want, I want to see I want to get the DVD and like watch bonus features because the end credits have a lot of like still frames of stuff that's not in the movie. And I want to see those scenes.
0: Yeah. Like there's they, a
1: dance number at one point.
0: They definitely had a really good time collecting B-roll in the credits. And I'm sure just on on set and stuff, it, it must have been a lot of fun. It looked like these actors had a lot of fun making this movie. And goes in a clip. Yeah, it's an hour thirty three. Oh, yeah, and so. it just it moves. It's fun. I really have really no
1: major complaints about it.
0: No, I mean maybe one or two lines come off occasionally, or like a a joke doesn't land. But those are mostly ones that you've seen in the trailers. Yeah.
2: So well, that- sometimes stuff like that it helps if you see it in a full movie theater because sometimes a chuckle from somewhere can oh, kind of yeah. trigger that reaction. Where some of those might have hit if we weren't with just five other random people that we didn't know. Yeah, that's fair.
0: And they don't seem to like laughing with me.
2: No, they didn't laugh at almost anything.
0: Yeah. Some people don't like fun. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Well, this movie's not for them.
0: No, because this movie is fun. But I'm glad they gave their money to it. Yeah. Because this movie really Mm. does need a little bit of a boost. Yeah. Uh, One thing to note, it did have a very poor opening weekend. Uh, coming out against some real strong movies with Mario, John Wick Four, John Wick Four, and The Pope's Exorcist.
2: Oh, that's right. So, yeah, but, tough competition in a hard space right now.
0: Yeah, it's hard. I'm sure releasing a movie like a monster feature in April. I know October is also pretty stacked for Universal, so they've got some movies that they definitely don't want this to compete with but unfortunately this turned out to be not the best weekend to try to release something like this on such a scale. It had like a what i say 3300 theater release yeah you know? so fairly large release didn't quite pull enough people away from mario and
1: i mean if you're John on the Witt. fence of watching it
0: definitely go watch it oh yeah. for it's sure it's a blast do a double feature. Watch John Wick afterwards. Yeah. Just get all your violence out now. And then you'll never be, have violent thoughts again. Yeah.
2: I had a, I had a question about <laughs> speaking of violence. Uh, Nicholas Holt's character gains Dracula's powers eh, to by a eating degree. a bug, but it, I thought it was special bugs and it's nope. just bugs. bugs. Yeah.
0: Yeah. yeah. And that goes back even yeah. like it's, it's shown in the thirties movie too. Is that true? Yeah.
2: Interesting.
0: So, and it's so fun because like all the like bugs and stuff in the old movie are just like little plastic things that you can see being like pulled on like a piece of monofilament or something like legs awesome. don't move. They just kind of move across or like <laughs> when uh, Bella Lugosi would turn into a bat and he'd be like flying up to uh, Mina's room and he'd just be like flying outside the door. And he'd just be flapping his wings and flying in place right at the threshold. more great physical comedy from this podcast uh-huh it's <laughs> so good and uh thank you, Sean. They could hear the flapping <laughs> yeah uh so yeah it, it's it's an established trait for Renfield no, not special bugs nope just bugs yeah. just bugs uh in the original, Renfield is committed to a sanitarium because he's kind of wackadoodle once he gets to london and the guy who like the main orderly or whatever just calls him mr fly eater (laughs) like the the tone of the movies is also kind of shockingly close in the amount of humor that's worked into the horror so
2: that's interesting i mean you it's kind of surprising thinking about a movie that's what fucking 90 years old. Yeah. Still being able to be kind of relevant and matching in tone.
0: Yeah. I mean it it was just uh I'm really glad I back to backed it. And it was a fun experience. I'm kind of jealous. I wish I would have done that today.
2: Yeah. I think that would have really painted a bigger picture for me. Good Cage, good movie?
0: I'm inclined to say yes. I think, I think so. it was a good performance from Nick Cage. And if you're looking for an adult comedy then this is a a really fun yeah movie. Uh, it's not gonna win awards. Like, <laughs> I mean, there's a reason this isn't getting to release right before Oscar season. <laughs> it's just not that movie. But uh, it's not gonna get a Razzie, so it's right in the middle. It's it's fun. It's a yeah. it's a good romp. I don't think anybody would
2: regret seeing it.
0: No. And it has some. Great Unless they just hate Nick Cage. Right.
2: Sorry. I do think it has some great Cage. And why
1: are you listening to our podcast? Yeah.
2: Don't listen to us then.
1: Fuck you, Bert. Get out of here.
2: I think it has some great Cage lines too. I mean, we don't have quotes pulled up nah. or anything, but like I really was amused by a lot of the shit that he said. And yeah. the way he delivers his lines is really excellent.
0: Yeah. The way he's able to swap back and forth in his delivery in like that manipulative way to anger and like unfettered rage it's a really really good performance and i'm wondering in the screenwriting process if they'd
1: always thought nick cage because it seems so perfect for him
0: physically i think nick cage and nick holt match well with the original actors of bella lugosi and dwight
1: for playing you know an ancient dead guy this is the most alive i feel we've seen nick cage in recent films
2: well, he definitely has, you know, talked about being inspired by Lugosi and, mm-hmm. you know, creature features and all that kind of stuff. I and mean, he's always so. loved,
1: like, yeah, that era of filmmaking. And I mean, going back to Vampire's Kiss, him talking about, you know, trying to recreate a silent movie
0: monster in a talkie. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. If
1: you like shitstorms,
0: this movie. <laughs> yeah, this movie doesn't let up. It's 100 percent roller coaster if that roller coaster is loops.
1: I was gonna oh say my. that roller, that roller coaster is just the down bits, <laughs> not down and bad, just but the fun, fast bits.
0: Yeah, I also don't know what metaphors are.
2: Yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> yeah. Any closing thoughts? If you have the time, please go see it in theaters because mm-hmm. something like this is really awesome. And I think Jumpstarting Universal's plans for like a Universal monster universe like cinematic universe that they've talked about in the past would be really cool and get like (sighs) modern adaptations or modern follow-ups of like classic mummy stories or swamp creature stories frankenstein's monster again we need this movie to do well so we
1: can maybe get a remake of monster squad with Nicolas cage
2: (laughs) oh that would be fucking awesome (laughs)
0: that would be awesome so do yourself a favor find an hour and a half this week To have fun. Yeah. I'm, you know, I'm looking at my calendar and I think April 20th, it's right around the corner. That sounds like a great day to just get with some friends, have a sandwich and go. Mm -hmm. Sean, thoughts? Fucking great movie.
1: Great action. Great comedy. Uh, Some of the best cage we've seen in a long time. Go see it.
2: It was fresh. Yep. Fun flick. 10 out of 10 blood bags.
1: Oh, also, uh, I'm Sean. I'm here with my co-host. Nick, I'm Nick. And our producer. Peter, hello. And uh, that was Cage Match, everybody.
2: Bye-bye. Bye-bye.
0: I was going to try to pull up Nosferatu today, too, just to see if the performance, the physical performance, had a lot uh, of similarities. But just... On my right, like, memory of the movie and then watching this, I don't think that was as relevant. So this sentence can just get cut. Great. (laughs) Fucking worthless (laughs) statement. Cut it out. (laughs) Unlike that time I just fucking blasted ass while saying shitstorm.
2: We're we're keeping that in. Also.